Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Your host, Paul, is the best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash and the brand new book, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, now available on Audible. Here's your host, Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to today's program. I'm excited to chat with my friend, Michael Bedell, up in Crisp, Michigan. What's up, Michael? Oh, man, like you said, it's beautiful weather here this time of year. Great working weather, and uh, always happy to take a couple minutes from that and chat with you and your ever-growing fan base. It's, uh, as Liz Fullerton would call it, sweater weather, right? In the morning? <laughs> that sounds exactly like something Liz Fullerton would say, and, and she's not wrong. I Admittedly, yesterday, I uh, threw a hoodie in my truck because I noticed that... Uh, uh, you know, the first thing in the morning and then sometimes even uh, as the day wears on, especially if the, the wind picks up like it did the other day, it actually gets a little chilly. It wouldn't be a bad thing to have a, a sweater or a hoodie or something like that. Yeah, I love hoodies. I, 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 it's just in Atlanta, you rarely get to wear them other than the winter. But uh, I love wearing a hoodie. I kind of understand Bill Belichick. He's always, it could be two degrees or, or whatever, 50 degrees sitting on the sidelines wearing a hoodie. They're just very, very comfortable. You get a nice baggy hoodie. Absolutely. I, I like it where, like, uh, even if you don't have the hood up, it kind of keeps your neck warm, the back of your neck. So it's like the wind's blowing or, or even if it's super sunny, like you don't end up with the, the sunburnt redneck because the, the hoodie kind of bails you out. So. Yeah, well, I really look forward to uh, hearing about your business and uh, what's going on up in your neck of the woods. And uh, we were talking off air a little little inside joke, too, I want you to elaborate on. Uh, but first and foremost, we want to uh, say thank you to the sponsors who make this show uh, all possible. We always say to support the sponsors who support the show. And I know, Bedell, you're you're uh, clustered into our um, Evergreen sponsors. We know you sponsored the uh, Florida Tour, uh, Debt-Free Landscaper, and, and uh, I think that's what I've gone on four tours. It was a Florida tour, wasn't it? That sounds right. That, okay. I think that was, it was like maybe the winter tour. Yeah, or yeah, that, like yeah. That. Florida, the Florida tour, debt free landscaper. We really appreciate you, um, you know, sponsoring the show. And we'll actually talk later in the program about your your debt free landscaper and all that. Um, you got a lot of fun stuff going on over there. But uh, I want to let you guys know about GPS Track It. So, Bedell, they sent me this. Uh, it was probably about month and a half ago. They sent me this little device. It's a, it goes into your OBD port. And then what happens is it tracks everything your vehicle is doing. So it will show you the location of the vehicle. Is the is the vehicle just sitting there or is it actually on and sitting there? Is if the vehicle is, you know, going somewhere, how fast is it going? And uh, they also have uh, a dashboard camera uh, that can, uh, you can trace what's going on inside the vehicle, outside the vehicle. And uh, basically you can track your vehicles 24 seven. So we say all the time, you know, around here to know your numbers and to really track what's going on in our business. And as you grow, I was just listening to Dave Ramsey talk about this the other day, the the bigger your business gets, you know, the more difficult it gets to track your numbers and to know your numbers. And so you really want to know what's going on um, with the fleet when you got, you know, start getting three, four, five, six, seven, eight vehicles. And uh, that's what GPS track it is for. Uh, They are that solution to fleet management. And uh, we'll put their phone number in today's show notes, because uh, if you call them, 
then um, they will give you a, a, like a blueprint for your business, kind of customize a plan for what you want to track in your business. And uh, we appreciate them. They're actually uh, right down the street from where I am here in Atlanta, Georgia. Their, their world headquarters is real close to where I am located at. So thank you to our friends at GPS Track It. And also today's show sponsors, the Hardscape Academy, uh, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, and the Launchpreneur Academy, uh, your buddy Brian Fullerton up there. So speaking of Launchpreneur Academy, man, you're getting pretty excited for the, the big event in Novi, uh, November 13th? I am. I am. It's, uh, it's, it's always such a, a good time to get together and, and selfishly the fact that it's 15 minutes down the road for me. So it's uh, uh, everyone else has to put in uh, the, the effort like you do and get on a plane or, or drive a long way. And uh, so selfishly, one of my favorite parts is that uh, Brian has it right here in Michigan in our back uh, in our backyard, practically. So, uh, but it's it's it, last year was such a good time. Uh, the, the past two have been great, but uh, just to see everybody come out last year, uh, d- despite the adversity and. Uh, really pour into each other and have a great time and everyone was positive and upbeat and uh, uh, it's one of those things that gets you thinking makes you leave with a smile on your face and uh, um, gosh you know I I think there's still a handful of tickets available for this year's event so uh, uh, if if I was a listener of your podcast and I had pulled the trigger I might just want to do that because uh, uh, in a related but unrelated note, there was a concert that I wanted to see a couple weeks ago and I got lax about buying tickets. And when I went to go do it a few days before the show, it was sold out. And uh, uh, I don't even know if you can get a uh, black market launch me live ticket, but uh, the pricing was was pretty outrageous that I, I went, well, I guess, I guess I'm going to miss out on this one. This is totally my fault. Like I, I messed up. So, uh, you don't want to be like me in that situation where you want to, uh, uh, go to this event and, and you wait too long. And unfortunately, uh, there's just no more tickets available. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, you guys, you guys are missing out. If you don't come, uh, the end of the lineup just keeps getting better and better. I know, uh, I don't know if Brian's released everybody who's talking yet, but I know he uh, he was telling me when we went to dinner a month ago with some of the speakers, and I was going, wow, all right. Well, you certainly uh, certainly didn't step sideways or backwards. You're just continuing upward and onward. So, yeah, the, uh, the, the speaker list is loaded, and my goal is each person that is a speaker at the show that hopefully we'll get them on the podcast as well, kind of post uh, speech when they're not, you know, the nerves are relaxed and they're, they're kind of calmed down a little bit. We're going to see if we can maybe get each and every um, speaker on the program. That That's my goal as a podcast host. So that'd be really cool uh, content that we can compile uh, from there. But these, the speaker lineup is very diverse because you got folks like Corey Ballard, who's built not one million dollar business or multiple million dollar business, deck a million dollar business, I guess, uh, but another one and uh, you know another multi million dollar business with he's got Ballard products and then he's got uh, Perfect Cut that I he's he shared that story before where he started that I think he was you know a teenager and uh, started. Mm-hmm growing a business. And then, you know, you got, of course, Calfus, who's just, he, he pumps me up to know my worth every time I hear from him. Almond, you know, build, build a million dollar business and um, really cool story there. Greg Whitstock's just on fire. Uh, you know, another guy with a, a DECA million dollar business, uh, DECA being 10, I think, is that, is that my right math on that? <laughs> but uh, I'm yeah, saying these, that's, uh, that's- 
sounds right. I don't know. Yeah, That's but these those, these like, guys have Google. Yeah, these <laughs> these guys have built big businesses. Not like I think uh, I opened up my new book with Michael Crabtree's quote um, that revenue is for show, profit is for dough. So I don't want to just glorify revenue, but I do. There is something to say when you build a business that's you know tens of millions of dollars. You, you ain't dumb, you know what I mean, <laughs> and and it's it's got lasting success. I want to learn from these guys um, how they build that culture, how they build that foundation, how they make it profitable. And uh, I mean, they just you know they'll share on the stage, and then you can mingle and talk uh, in, yeah. in between sessions well, and stuff. It's a great opportunity. A hundred percent. And and one of the things that I think that really drives the extra value is, is these guys aren't just going to get up there and, and give you a PowerPoint about how great they are and how many trucks they have or how many ponds they install or, or, or something like that. If anything, they're going to get up and share the not so good stories and uh, how that taught them lessons and how they uh, overcame that adversity and turned the negative into a positive. And it's, it's good because it makes you realize that people on all levels make mistakes. We're, we're just human and that it's, it's okay to make a mistake. In fact, that's, that's the difference between being an employee and, uh, and being, uh, um, you know, a, a business owner as employees sometimes get in trouble for their mistakes versus business owners. We're supposed to make them and, and learn from them. And, and, and the people that learn from their mistakes are the ones that, you know, continue onward and upward. And, and eventually if, if they, continue learning from all their mistakes. They, they one day are a Corey Ballard or a Greg Whitstock. And uh, that's, that's, that's some of my favorite parts of those events is getting to hear those people share what went wrong and, and how they have bettered themselves from it. And so we, we can all learn from that. Yeah. And I, I, I emphasize, I actually am taking notes as you're talking, Bedell, you're a, no, a noteworthy fellow, but uh, I underlined the word <laughs> learn from the mistakes. And I was just talking about this uh, yesterday off air with Caleb Allman. I was on his podcast, the kid contractor podcast. Nice little right. plug there for my buddy. But um, we were talking before we hit record and, and things of that nature. And I told him uh, an astronomical mistake that I made just this year. And uh, I, I was so upset about this and just been out of shape about it. And it's it a big mistake. And uh, I was telling Caleb about it. And he's like, yeah, he's like, well, I got you beat. And he shared a mistake that he made this year. I'm like, what? But uh, nevertheless, he's like, Paul, he's like, we have to learn from this. It, it's not, uh, we can't go back and, and you know, our, our actions, our decisions are what are what they are. It's, it's not like you can reverse what you did in the past, but you can learn from it. So that in the future, you don't repeat that mistake. You don't make that mistake twice. And I was actually talking about the same situation with a, a, a friend of mine who's in their 70s, um, wealthy, well-off, you know, just very, very wise person. I was talking about the situation with them too, Michael. And they told me the exact same thing. They're like, okay, Paul, this is good for you. This, this is, you're going to learn a lot from this. And this is really going to teach you and uh, build that character and maturity. So I'm curious, Michael, what, what's been a, a big mistake that you've made building your landscaping business uh, that you've really uh, learned from? Well, uh, gosh, I, and it's, it's, it's kind of the big overarching mistake that uh, I think uh, many of us make uh, and that, that, that has kind of actually led to this year being such a, a good year for, for me. And it was uh, um, when I started, I, I like had this vision of what I wanted. Uh, and then it was I, I was raised around all these big projects and 
So to me, that was success. People that did big projects and had all these crews. And uh, the, the, the sad part was it wasn't always uh, uh, the, the, the financial plan to, to make that happen. It was just the appearance plan. Mm-hmm. And I was able to get a bunch of guys, get a bunch of equipment. And because I had you know, developed some good relationships and sometimes was in the right spot at the right time, I, I was able to get a lot of work and, and everything – looked good and 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 you know almost smelled good but but you know at the end of the day i was the one who at the time was piling up debts or um you know the struggling to make payroll on a friday and so on and so forth and so i'm sure lots of people thought that maybe you know eight ten years ago bedell property management almost appeared more successful than than we are today you know when you're talking about uh your sponsor the the gps tracker i'm saying gosh where was that 10 years ago when i had all these trucks and guys all over the place because i am pretty sure one of the things that went on was some uh hanging out and lunch breaks and gas station breaks and you know well the work got done but sometimes it seemed like it took a little long and it's uh uh would have been a little easier to put uh put the finger on that uh with a great resource like that. But uh, at the end of the day, the, the more I got into my numbers and realized that th- that's really what matters, you know, uh, uh, the top line doesn't matter as much. Uh, I know Corey Ballard shared that he had a year where he made a bunch of money and then it cost him more money than he made to, uh, uh, you know, go get through the year. And even though they made millions of dollars, he actually lost money that year. And that's wow. just a great example of, uh, um, you know, you, you can be big and massive and have all these trucks. And I'm sure, you know, and the outside, it, it appeared that, that, oh man, these guys must just be making money hand over fist, but it, it doesn't always work out that way. And so, as I've learned to follow my numbers and do what was the best fit and, and the most profitable and, and the most fun and felt easy and things I enjoy doing and making a career out of, my business has become more and more and more profitable. And so uh, thankfully, that's, that's parlayed into this year being our most profitable year we've ever had. And a majority of the year, it's just been me with no staff. And I've utilized some subcontractors for a handful of things here and there. But in turn, you know, then this is to toot my own horn, but there's not mistakes I'm having to send mm. people back or go clean up myself that cost, cost more money than a lot of people think that stuff costs when you're mm-hmm. not out making more money, but circling back to spend money to get the money you thought you were making. And so, um, it's just a, a lot of little good things have, uh, uh, and and learning from mistakes throughout the years have have added up and conglomerated into what has turned out to be a very good year for my company here. But but the big mistake is a, I've heard you talk about on this podcast, you know, chasing vanity, and uh, there might be a, truly an element of that. You know, I I wanted. Uh, almost see my name in lights, if you will. And that doesn't really matter. Like, what matters is the amount of money you have in the bank. And are you able to take care of your family and provide for others and give back? And, and when you see other people in need, help them out. Like that's, in, my, in my eyes, that's where winning's really at. And uh, I think I had it wrong 15 years ago. And 
uh, you know, there's probably some good things that came with having it wrong, but I think I would have, if I'd figured out how to do what I'm doing now, I, it, it kind of scares me to think about how much further along I would be in terms of where I want to go in life because, uh, um, there, there was some rat in the wheel years there and, uh, you know, I'm sure it looked good and smelled good, like I said, but, uh, uh, it's cause people couldn't see QuickBooks. Wow. That's so good, Michael. Yeah. The, the numbers, uh, the numbers tell a story. Uh, the, the, the numbers are the truth. It's, uh, one of the best decisions I ever made was I hired uh Gulf coast bookkeeping. They were at Jason Creole's, um, lawn care life event. And they spoke there and I was like, man, these are, these are two sharp people. They're a married couple, Megan and Joey. And I remember I, I was scared to hire them because I was like, they'll see what they'll see all my numbers. Like, what, what are they going to think? What are they? It was like, I, I, I felt naked in, in when you just are like, I don't know if I want to do this. Like, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. I think I'm doing good. Maybe I'm not, I, I don't know. And then when you have uh, another set of eyes looking ex- at every uh, expense, every revenue, every percent, you know what I mean? They just are, are uh, combing through the numbers every single, well, not every single day, but you know, every single month, we are uh, going over the reports and everything like that. What ha- what it what it does is it uh, this like takes a magnifying glass and it uh, highlights where things are off. And then w- eventually you just have to face the reality. Ooh, we got to raise revenue, or ooh, we got to cut that expense, or ooh, we got to really these uh, profit margins aren't uh, where we need to be. And and uh, the numbers tell a story. And then w- when you look at what's wrong with the story, it really gives you uh, clarity of what to fix. So you don't have the, what do I say? The uh, analysis paralysis, paralysis of the analysis or something like that. Uh, you can know exactly, you can know exactly what's going wrong with your business so you can fix it. And when we hide our numbers, or like you said, no one else sees QuickBooks, or maybe you don't even know how to analyze the data in QuickBooks, then you don't really know what to fix. And I think the majority of lawn and landscape businesses are broken. And, um, they could definitely use some tune-ups or adjustments and pivots to, to be more profitable. So I really yep, appreciate uh, your honesty. Go 100%. ahead. A hundred percent. No, I, I think you hit the nail on the head there, Paul. Uh, unfortunately, the, uh, uh, the, the people that do know their numbers can see through the uh, majority of the industry and realize that uh, <laughs> to no one's benefit that a majority of people you know, don't, don't understand things. And if, if you're coming on forums and asking how much should I charge for this, that you just raise the flag that you don't know. And, and right. it's great. You're asking for help. You kind of need to rephrase the question because like what you should charge is such a loaded question. Like people aren't looking at your balance sheet and your profit loss and your budget versus actuals and your bank account to help you make a, make that decision. So in turn, you're going to get some like rough industry average or average in your state and that has no bearing on what you can do it for. And so, uh, you know, it, it might sound overwhelming, but you know, Paul, Paul just shared that he felt overwhelmed, but Paul, do you still feel overwhelmed now that you, uh, handed that over to someone and that they help you with it? Uh, well, I, no, I don't, I don't feel overwhelmed. I do feel like there's a, uh, a fire under my, my rear end to, to get it together, if you will. Uh, because mm-hmm. what happens and, and I, I had three, 
I had three set of eyes look into my business and, and look into my books. And uh, one of those is uh, John Payjack. I, it was a blessing when uh, you and Fullerton and Payjack were uh, in the corner over at Fullerton's living room talking about budgets and break evens and bottom lines. And that, that was that was uh, epic when you guys were uh, that, that was on Fullerton's podcast, wasn't there? Were you guys just talking? Oh, I think that was, I, I think it was both. I think we were just talking, but then I think Fullerton put mics in front of us. That's yeah. it. We're doing an episode. I was like, man, everyone needs to hear this conversation. But uh, so anyway, uh, John's one of those guys. And I had another mentor here locally. And then of course my, my bookkeepers are once a month, we check in for what's called a monthly profit meeting. And we mm-hmm. go over three different reports and we really look at the health of the business. But I say all that to say, once I knew okay, here's my overhead and I have it down to the penny. Every month I have my fixed overhead of what every month is the same. And I know exactly what that number is. And then I actually make a budget, Michael, for every single month, a a specific budget for that month. Cause there's some months that I have irregular expenses. So I'll have Mm -hmm. those expenses before every month begins. I know, okay, I got this coming out this month. These are my fixed, um, uh, uh, pardon me. This is my, uh, one second, Michael. 2,000 years later, six and a half hours later, a few inches later, day two, day three, day four, a few moments later, one eternity later. Sorry about that. So I have, this is my fixed overhead and then this is my variable overhead and I know that exactly. And then I know, okay, this is how much money I need to be earning per hour to break even. And that gives me motivation to be diligent, to hustle, to work hard. And then I know what I, you know, what I kind of need to be earning per hour to hit the profit goals that I want to hit so that I can pay myself the salary that I want to pay myself and uh, that there's the profit left over in the business that I want to have. Like Caleb always says, after you pay all your expenses and your salary, what's left after that is your true profit. And I want that number, you know, to, to hit certain goals. So when you know what all those goals are, you didn't get it from some forum, but you actually know your personal overhead and, and what you got to be earning per man hour and to run your business. Then what happens is you just, you start to work hard. You start to, to get confidence when you raise your prices and you, you give your prices, you say it with confidence. Cause you're not, you're not wishy-washy or, you know, I got to earn this, uh, to reach my goals. And so, uh, long story short, no, I'm not overwhelmed, but it is motivating. And when I was sloppy and unclear with all the numbers, that's when I was scared. Cause I was like, uh, you know, it, it allowed fear to come in. And once you have fear in your life, you're really, uh, target practice, uh, you know, for bad things to happen, you, you need to be in control with peace and confidence and, and you really need to know your numbers, uh, so that you can be in control. Agreed. Well, very well said. Very, very well said. Well, let's do this, Michael. We're going to hear a quick word from today's show sponsors. And then, uh, coming up, we need to talk about the G I E plus expo. And, uh, we got some breaking news. So stay tuned. Oh God, I'm going to have to shovel. I don't even have a snowblower. Nobody to plow me. Oh my God, the neighbors suck. They don't help. Oh my God, what am I going to do? Do you want to keep the cash flowing this winter? Head over to LauntrepreneurAcademy.com and check out all of Brian Fullerton's new courses and powerful resources to get you cashing in on that white gold through plowing snow. 
The snow plowing training course is easy to understand and you'll learn what it takes to do the job effectively and how to bid, price, and estimate snow plowing for both residential and commercial properties. LawEntrepreneurAcademy.com has three new resources to take the hassle and guesswork out of securing your snow removal jobs. Plus, there's eye-catching marketing materials that can help you secure new clients quickly. Ready to crush the snow game this year? Visit LawEntrepreneurAcademy.com or use the link in the podcast description. ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time? Truth be told, you can't give it your full energy or focus. It just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good decision-making and your peace of mind. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. Let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. GPS Track, it makes managing your driver, vehicles, and equipment assets simple with the latest technology and personalized, friendly customer support for service businesses of all sizes. With GPS Track, it, you get a real-time view of where your fleet vehicles are around the clock helping improve route density and operate more efficiently. GPS Track It has been delivering peace of mind for over 12,000 customers in lawn and landscaping, and they've been doing it for over 20 years. Are you ready to protect your fleet, save money, and cut down on fuel costs? Call 844-996-2518 to speak with a knowledgeable fleet advisor. No pressure, no hassles, low monthly fees, and no contracts. 844-996-2518 or visit greenindustrypodcast.com slash GPS track it. All right, friends, we are back with Michael Bedell. He's known as the debt-free landscaper and he also owns Bedell Property Management up there in Michigan. They do snow and they cut that grass and make that cash. Do land- You guys do mowing or you just do landscaping? Oh, we, we do everything. Okay. There's, uh, there's a handful of accounts at this point so that the group of nights are home that, uh, we do like the year-round service on, and so it's all the mowing and maintenance, pruning and mulch, fertilizing and irrigation, and on and on. So yeah, there's not nearly the amount of lawn mowing there was years ago, but uh, on those handful of sites, they uh, they get uh, everything that uh, we can provide for them. So there you go. Well, we uh, we're on a. Uh, I was watching uh, Wayne Thompson and Chris Kaiser chat about GIE last night on the YouTube and uh, you and I were conversating down in the uh, comment section and uh, it was getting me fired up uh, for this year's trade show. So tell me your plans uh, for the the show. When are you getting into town? Where are you staying? And give give us all the details because there's a lot of guys listening and they're coming for the very first year and uh, we want to kind of guide you uh, so that it can be the best experience possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they, uh, I guess I'll back up. The first time I went a couple of years ago, I, I didn't know what to expect, and I got wrangled in between uh, Naylor and uh, uh, Fullerton, uh, convincing me to go. And and then um, our friends at Jobber were nice enough to offer to to get me a ticket, and so I made the last minute decision to go. And while that ended up being a wonderful trip, uh, 
a couple of the learning experiences that I had was um, because I waited to the last minute, the only hotel that I could get was, uh, it was a nice Marriott, but it was a half hour, 40 minutes from the Expo Center, maybe 40 or 50 minutes from downtown Louisville where the nightly events are. And um, so that, that, that wasn't so great. There was a lot of windshield time there when you're already tired after a big day. Uh, and then the other mistake I made was I, I showed up like Wednesday afternoon and I, I had a hotel room for Wednesday night. And uh, then I thought I'd just stay the day Thursday and I would have seen everything because I, I, in my head, I had this like a local trade show, which is much, much, much smaller than the GIE is. And uh, so I didn't really plan it right. And then I ended up staying all day Thursday and thankful uh, for our friend Dylan Stevenson from Solo Cuts. He let me uh, crash in his hotel room if I was the designated driver on Thursday night. So uh I was able to kind of extend my stay, but it was it was poor planning, and in turn, like you know, I was staying here and staying there, and, and that's not you know maybe that'd be great for some people. It's not really how I like to live my life. We as we've just been discussing, we're kind of people that like to have plans and budget, organize goals. Yeah, so I mean, that was a lesson learned. It's one of the things I did when I got home was I booked a hotel, like, and this was you know with the GIE 11 months out in uh, 2019. This is probably still 2018, and I'm uh, um, uh, already booking my hotel. And I, I learned, like, all right, well, at the end of the day, everyone ends up by 4th Street, or, or most people do. And so it makes sense to have some accommodations right by 4th Street. And there's all these hotels that are only a couple blocks away that are easily within walking distance of that. And so uh, I, I made the smart decision to get uh, get a spot at a, a Marriott that's, that's downtown there right by 4th Street. But then I also realized that because the show was big, I probably maybe ought to just come in on Tuesday because it's about a eight-hour drive uh, from, from Michigan down to Louisville. And so yeah, that, that eats up most of a day. And I, I remembered what I felt like trying to make that drive on Wednesday and go to the show and go do stuff. And it was just way too much. Uh, uh, I was wore out and then I still had Thursday. And so uh, it made sense for me to get in on Tuesday. And uh, there's typically a couple uh, of events on Tuesday night. I know this year I'll be going to uh, uh, our buddy Mitchell Gordy is hosting uh, an event with uh, our friend Jobber. Yeah. And, uh, He's got uh, a little meetup there on Tuesday night. You guys probably can uh, click around on Facebook or shoot Mitchell a message and he'll get you a link too. And so that, that's where I'll be this Tuesday. And so no way I get in town, I hang out, I have a good meal with some friends and then I can get a good night's rest because the uh, show opens up on Wednesday and um, uh, get to go and, and check things out and, uh, uh, on Wednesday, uh, kind of late afternoon, over at the Echo Means Business booth, there's uh, a little meet and greet, and I think there might even be some uh, some beverages available. Who knows? Maybe maybe we can even convince them on some hors, hors d'oeuvres or pretzels or something like that. But definitely some some beverages, and I'll be there, and, and a whole bunch of other of uh, 
my friends in the UAG and then who knows, maybe we can be like you and Fullerton and uh, maybe Sean and Savannah Spencer and Caleb and Brittany Um and some of our other friends come stop in and hang out. And uh, um, then on Wednesday night, uh, um, I'll probably end up at fourth street seeing what's, what's going on. And then uh, Thursday it's back at the show and I've got a, a couple stops that I've got to make. Uh, um, a few people want to knock out some interview things. And then uh, I believe Thursday night, Naylor's got his yeah. uh, big event with a six, new location this year. 6 o'clock p.m. And on the Facebook, a Road to GIE, you can find that address uh, to the event. It's, it's near downtown, so it's off-site Thursday night. And uh, he got a load of sponsors, so they're going to uh, pay for the – buffet which you know when you got six seven hundred guys that's a uh, mm-hmm. that's a bit that's a big bill and uh so Naylor you know thankfully got some of the uh friends in our industry to uh, sponsor that so you guys can eat for free on Thursday night come hang out with us there uh should be a good time from six to nine uh at, at uh, I don't know the name of the place uh but you can find that address on Facebook road to GIE yep yeah it's not in the cave this year even though that was that was fun. I think uh, it's, it's good. We'll try something different. And uh, uh, I know Naylor was saying that uh, that was one of the uh, positives of uh, things changing around last year and then unfortunately not ending up happening is that uh, uh, Naylor was able to make a lot of additional contacts and uh, um, gave us different opportunities to have uh, maybe even a bigger and better event that uh, – um, you know, we <laughs> will all benefit from. So uh, that's what I'll be doing Thursday night. And then who knows, because I'm by fourth street, may have to swing on by there. I know there's been some, some pretty epic legendary Thursday evening gatherings there uh, at a certain PBR bar up on like, I think the second or third level. But uh, um, and then Friday, it's back to the show for, I think it's the first half or so of the day. And then they shut things down. And uh We'll see if I do what I did a couple of years ago, me and my buddy Lamont Harrison will go get some uh, Chick-fil-A. And uh, then uh, I think at that point, I probably hit the dusty trails and head on back to Michigan. But uh, um, no, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a great, great time. Uh, you, you have options. You can stay by Fourth Street, which I think is uh, a little bit better fit for me. But some people prefer to stay at the uh, hotels right by the Expo Center and uh uh, if I recall, the back uh, when I dropped Lamont off at his, I'm going, wow, this this is pretty nice and new, and it yeah. looks like there was a handful of nicer, newer hotels that are literally yeah, across I, the street. I stayed at that same one uh, in 2019 uh, that Lamont was at because I saw him down at the breakfast line, and they had a, that yeah. specific hotel had a great. Uh, variety of, of a hot breakfast. Uh, I really appreciate that. I, I like to eat a good breakfast every morning. Uh, when I'm at home, I usually make scrambled eggs. Uh, Caleb Allman taught me his recipe where you put milk in it, in the scrambled eggs and some cheese, some salt and, uh, scramble them just perfect. Some good, good eggs, man. And then a couple slices of bacon and, and some, uh, cinnamon toast. Uh, that, that's kind of my go-to breakfast. So when I'm not at home, you know, and sometimes I'll have a hot cup of coffee or sometimes I'll have a Celsius energy drink. Uh, but when I'm not at home, you know, every breakfast looks raggedy to me. But that, that, that hotel actually had a decent uh, breakfast. Also on Friday morning, Michael, I just wanted to plug it. 
We're going to be doing a big event, uh, Caleb. Oh, you're oh, right. Man. I forgot to mention the big event. Yeah. So, so uh, Naylor, Caleb, and I, and, and we invited Fullerton, if you're listening, Brian. It, we, we wanted to have all the Mr. Producer host uh, to uh, to do a live panel with industry leaders. And uh, I know Fullerton's got a, a little little baby, Emmy, uh, going to be there. So he's, he's a very good father. And, you know, he just wanted to give himself some margin and make sure he could serve Liz and the baby. And so he was was invited to be a part of it and perhaps next year or something but uh anyway he, yeah we'll give him a pass because he's he's got the little baby's got to change a diaper and and uh you know make sure the baby's healthy and happy after a long week at gie but uh naylor Ka- naylor caleb and i basically the mr producer uh we all share the same producer so I, we don't have a fancy name or anything but the mr producer network we're going to be hosting this uh cory ballard's going to be there who we already mentioned is, is just a rock star businessman. And then uh, Sean and TQ, uh, they're going to be there. Um, one of my favorites is Jason Crail. Uh, he'll be there from Alabama. And then Alan Hain from Florida, the lawn care nut. Those, those will be who we'll be interviewing. And uh, that's going to be a lot of fun, but it's at 8 a.m. on Friday morning. So, you know, don't, don't be out slinging back beers on Thursday night. Uh, you know, <laughs> put, plan, plan, plan some, uh, plan some uh, wisdom so that, you know, when the alarm goes off at six or six thirty or whatever, I know everyone's used to waking up early, but you still gotta be smart so you can make it there eight a.m. for this epic event. And it's all sponsored by our friends at Kohler, so really cool. Appreciate them uh, making this possible. They'll, they'll probably have breakfast there and stuff like that. So, yeah, no doubt those those folks at Kohler uh, certainly know how to entertain well. I uh, was nice was nice enough of them to. Uh, let us into one of their parties. I think it was maybe on a Wednesday night a couple of years ago at GIE, and they were they were very gracious hosts. They gave everyone whatever they wanted in terms of food or alcohol, and I think I, if I recall correctly, everyone had big smiles on their faces. So, folks at Kohler know how to do it right. Yeah. Oh, and the, yeah. Trust me, I, I'm tracking behind the scenes with this event. It's it's going to be incredible, and they're putting us on the uh, main showroom. Uh, main main ballroom there at GIE because the last time we did it they kind of put us up in the closet you gotta you know you have to kind of you really had to look for the room it was all the way in the back upstairs and uh what happened was we pa- it was standing room only we packed it out and the leaders from GIE just happened to walk by and they peeked in the room and they're like, what the heck? What is this? Uh, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a standing room only packed house. Literally you couldn't find a seat. There's tons of people in the back standing room only. And they're like, who are these influencer guys? You know what I mean? Cause you know, we like, Hey, can we have a room and do this? And I'm like, yeah, sure. You know? And, uh, so anyway, it really caught their attention. They're like, okay, well let's do this bigger and better next year. And they got behind it a hundred percent. They're like, how, you know, they're talking to Naylor, like, how can we support this? How can we, you know, we want this to be a part of the GIE. So it's been really cool. They've been marketing it and all their, um, equip magazine and, you know, campaigns and all that they've been including us. And, uh, I just really appreciate that our community and the GIE are on the same page. It's really, really, really important, um, that, you know, there's a unity there and I'm, I'm very appreciative of, of GIE for, for acknowledging and recognizing our community uh, amongst lawn bros and uh, landscapers, et cetera. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's nice to see them have big open arms to what we got going on. And, uh, I want to, uh, double down and, and use whatever resources they have at their disposal to, uh, make sure that, uh, we, we have an even bigger, better experience every year. 
Yeah, and you mentioned Jobber earlier. They're going to sponsor Mitchell's event. I believe they're going to do free food. They're going to they're going to cover all the food at that. And well, that's, yeah, that's very kind of them. Yeah, so don't 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 quote me on that. But Mitchell mentioned something that Jobber is sponsoring that event some way, shape, or form. So I don't know exactly what that means, but it's got to be good. And so uh, it's just cool to have brands that invest into our community like Jobber, like Kohler. And uh, we definitely are are appreciative. So I know we need to honor your time, Michael, and you got a full, full day of uh, uh, finishing up some some office work and, and getting out there in the field. So uh, last but not least, tell us uh, about the debt-free landscaper. I want to give you opportunity to share about how you serve the community with your debt-free landscaper stuff. No, I appreciate that. So yeah, I've got debtfreelandscaper.com and it's uh, a website that's got resources and, and some uh thoughts and ideas that I have out there that uh, I share with everybody and kind of keep things interactive. We've done some some live uh, chats and then I do some different polls and try and uh, get people talking about what's going on and, and their numbers and, and thinking about uh, how they're planning for the future. And one of the ways that I help people do that is I have a free budget download tool at debtfreelandscaper.com and a whole bunch of different resources from uh, lawn and landscape contracts and agreements to uh, an assessment that we use for all the properties we maintain. And uh, yeah, you guys can even connect and uh, do a coaching call with me uh, by setting that up there. So uh, lots of lots of good, fun things that have helped out a lot of folks. Uh, lots to say at this point all over the world. It, it never ceases to amaze me when I see someone's uh, uh, taken uh, the opportunity to uh, um, get some of uh, what we have available there and then I get the email of, uh, of what they've got and I see where they're from and I'm going, my gosh, Canada or New Zealand or Switzerland? Like this is, who knew the power of the internet was this strong? <laughs> like this stuff reaches everywhere and it's a real blessing to be able to uh, help people uh, move onward and upward in their businesses and, uh, you know, just share some of the things that have helped me be successful and, and see people have the same or sometimes, gosh, I even feel like better results than I've had with, uh, with some of the offerings. And, and so uh, at this point, I, I enjoy being able to give back and, and help people out and, uh, uh, I think this is a, a great legacy to uh, to leave in in the industry. You know, something I've learned is we do all this work and plant trees and do beautiful landscaping, but th- things change, and you know, trees die or blow down, or houses get rebuilt or changed. And unfortunately, that that type of work isn't always forever. But the uh, impact you can leave on people and how that changes their mindset and allows them to better themselves and provide for their family or whatever they have going on in a better manner. Uh, you know, you're in some cases, hopefully changing people's family trees for the better. And, uh, um, that's, that's gosh, that's something that, uh, I feel very blessed to be able to do and help people with. And, uh, gosh, I, I no, no intention on stopping that anytime soon. If anything, I've got, uh, some fun things planned that uh, I hope to kind of get out in the next couple weeks here in terms of some uh, new agreements, uh, uh, kind of some add-on things that uh, um, will take what we have out there and, and make it even better, uh, um, like a project payment schedule that we've used uh, for the past couple of years that's uh, 
uh, done real well by us. Uh, it kind of gives us the upper hand in terms of who has the cash. It's us, not the client. And so uh, um, that sounds interesting. You guys can stay tuned. And uh, that should be up in the next week or two. Or depending, by the time this comes out, it might already be live over at debtfreelandscaper.com. There you go. Well, we really appreciate you, Michael, uh, taking time out of your uh, busy work day to uh, join us on the program. And uh, I look forward to seeing you at the GIE Plus Expo and uh, in Novi, Michigan, Saturday, November 13th for Entrepreneur Academy Live. So look forward to seeing you in person, my friend. Yes, looking forward to seeing you and, and all uh, your listeners. It's going to be one heck of a family reunion and party the Fullerton's throwing so uh take care be safe everybody and uh look forward to seeing you at the show all right well you have a, a productive and profitable day my friend and we will see you soon take care paul well michael you got me all fired up for the GIE Plus Expo and Entrepreneur Academy Live. We hope that you guys will consider joining us at these events. They're a little bit different. Well, they're a lot different, actually. GIE is a trade show, so it's a lot of uh, talking with folks and visiting with companies and seeing their latest and greatest products. And then we have uh, side events and meetups. And then, of course, the the granddaddy of them all, the, uh, the live panel, the influencer live panel, that is going to be a lot of fun. Really looking forward to that Friday morning, October 22nd, 8 a.m. year 2021. <laughs> In podcast land, I'm always aware people are binge listening. We're looking at our numbers and it's like shows from over a year ago, people are listening to daily binge listening. And so when I say time sensitive information, I got to start throwing on the year there because I would never want someone to listen and then show up in the wrong city on the wrong day and be like, oh, boy. Oh, so anyway, uh, Friday, October uh, 22nd, 2021 is when we'll have that live panel at the GIE Plus Expo. Thanks to today's show sponsors, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, Entrepreneur Academy Live, and GPS Track It. We appreciate uh, them supporting today's program. Also, we mentioned a couple times in today's episode, Michael did, about Jobber. Uh, I also use Jobber as something that manages and really keeps my business in order. I can look at the dashboard and know in Jobber and know exactly what's going on with my business. So my kind of one, two punch, well, I guess one, two, three punch, I use QuickBooks and then I use Jobber and I use Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. So I kind of have everything synced together and I can really understand in real time what my profit and loss is looking like, what my business is looking like. And I can uh, send invoices to my customers via the internet, online, make it look professional, and then I can get paid faster uh, because I'm not waiting on a check in the mail, but I'm just waiting for them to uh, pay by card. I had someone message me the other day and they're like, do I add the credit card fee, the processing fees to my customer? And I said, well, you need to add that when you quote the job. You don't tack that on afterwards. That's, in my opinion, as a consumer, that really makes me mad. Uh, this has happened to me two times, and both times it made me mad. I uh, one time I went and bought sod, and I, I go to pay, and you know I got quoted one price over the phone. Then when I go to pay, I didn't have my checkbook with me, and I had to pay with my card. He's like, oh, you know, I got to charge you three percent or whatever it was, two point nine percent processing fee. Well, you know, on a lot of pallets of sod, that's a lot of money. And uh, that really made me mad. So I just, as a consumer, I was mad at that that was added on extra. I understand that he's got to pass the cost along, but I'm just telling you what I felt emotionally. 
and it wasn't good. And you, we don't want our customers to have that feeling. Well, then long story short, I had another experience. This was even more of a deceiving experience where I was quoted one way and then I went to pay and they're like, oh, we're going to have to, you're paying by car. We're going to have to add a, a processing fee. And I was just like, uh, both times that got spun on me unexpectedly, it made me as a consumer, it gave me a sour feeling, a negative feeling. And so what I realized just being self-aware I want my customers to always have a pleasant feeling, even when they're paying me. I want to make it so easy for them that it's a joy for them to pay me because they're going to get more value than what they're paying me for. I'm, I'm going to, it's my intention, it's my goal, it's my focus to not just meet my customers' expectations, but exceed my customers' expectations. And so when they pay me, I want them to be joyful and be like, ah, I'm, I'm happy. Like when I buy new podcast equipment, I'm like, I'm like, I'm happy, you know, like, oh, 200 bucks for new headphones, you know, or, or headset or whatever. It's like, I just can't wait for it to get here. And it's, it's not a sour transaction, but when you start adding on at that last minute. So I say all that to say, know your numbers. And as you're assembling your quotes and you're sending out uh, bids and things of that nature, factor in whatever the processing fee is. And, and then if they pay by check, well, that's just bonus. If that's the route you want to go, uh, where you, but, but, but calculate that, per, that processing fee in your price. So that's the advice I gave to the fellow that asked me. And I know a lot of other people probably have that question. So build it into your price. So, but yeah, long story short, Jobber makes it easy to send the invoice and then to get paid. And that Gulf Coast bookkeeping saves me so much time. So both of those, uh, Jobber and Gulf Coast bookkeeping, I would highly recommend getting both of those on your team. And uh, I'll put a link in today's episode notes. Uh, if you um, try job or tell them Paul sent you, they'll take good care of you. And of course, if you call Megan and Joey, they'll probably figure it out because all the they're down in Pensacola, Florida, and all these people call in from all over America. And they're like, did you hear about us from Paul? And they're like, yep. And so, um, but I always mention the Green Industry Podcast sent you and hopefully you'll get uh, a first class treatment. That's uh what we hope there. So thanks for listening to today's episode, guys. Make sure if you want more information uh, on Jobber, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, Launchpreneur Academy Live, um, uh, GPS tracking, anytime you hear a, a sponsor uh, into the, the show, we'll put their link in the episode notes and then that will sync to their product or service. So you can gander on down there and uh, find out more. And then, uh, well, M Mr. Producer has been uh, faithfully putting our book link down there as well for the uh, brand new book, Best Business Practices for Landscapers. Uh, that's my new book, The Ultimate Guide to Quickly Building a Successful Landscaping Business. Hopefully it will help you take your business to the next level. So thank you for listening, friends. Smash that follow button. And we hope you will catch us on the next episode of the Green Industry Podcast. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.